Um, got a lot to talk about. A lot, a lot to talk about. Uh, I want to start things off. 21 Savage was deported and now is supposedly... Now he got off on bond. Now he got off on bond? Yeah. He's waiting, he's waiting for the deportation hearing, but then wasn't there something that they said that they're actually... Um, he actually got deported, but then yesterday I think they said um, that they're that they're changing their decision or something and that they're going to, like, fucking let him go or whatever. Oh, no, he, he's, he can still be deported. Oh, he could still be deported. Wait, he could still he could still be deported. He got released, but he still be deported. Let him live. I I have a lot to think about and say to about this. We're definitely gonna talk about it in music business. Cause yeah, no, I know we're I know we're gonna be talking about this in class too. Um, Melly. Yo, Melly. Yeah. Also. Double murder charge. Y&B? So let, let's let's talk Y&B. about that too. Y- what? Really? Yeah. Y-W? Let's talk about that too. I mean, he got murder on his mind. So, so I mean, listen. You know, sometimes the words match the lyrics. You know what I mean? Sometimes you know. Sometimes there's that whole violent aspect of things, and you gotta realize that shit, man. Like, you just gotta be safe and careful out there, and just don't be carrying around drugs and guns and weapons and shit and hurting people yeah so he's getting he's getting he's hit with murder charges two two two, two double murder charges felony counts he's gone he's that's 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 that if found guilty they're gonna lock him up and throw away the key forever like that's that's and he just started blowing up, though. That's like, if that, if that ain't death row, then that's like as close to it as you get. Especially in the South. And it was his friends. Yeah. He killed his friends? Yeah. But think about what murder on my mind said. So. We'll keep Bob in there, too. Eh, I'll parse out the audio later on GarageBand or some shit. But, um, um, yeah, the industry, um, it's very overcrowded. It's very overcrowded. It's very <laughs> overcrowded. Very it, oversaturated. Saturated, so slim, dude. Super saturated. Uh, 40 million people want to do the same sound. I, I agree. So, so here's something, here's something that I heard a lot about. Yeah. So, and I, and I want to know your guys' opinion, because... You know, you guys are musicians, you make music, so basically, I want to know, like, a lot of people commented that there's no more New York sound. It's, you know, like Cardi B, like Cardi B, she pulls stuff from Chicago Drill, she pulls stuff from, you know, you, you have... But like, what about Dave East and like... That's underground, but Dave... Now, I want to say that Dave East, first of all, while... He might not be considered the number one rapper in New York. He is the number one rapper in New York. I, I, it's hard to debate that one though, because like, who else? Cardi. I really can't think of anybody that can can like surpass him in terms of just like lyrically, like yeah. No one's topping him in New York. And I mean, and and his songs all all have like a message and a story, and like that's. I mean, like. 
You mean like when it comes in terms of me saying like yo let's let's start some let's start like a label let's start a collective yada yada yada. Well, that's I'm hesitant to approach people out here because they're always gonna be like, oh let's let's talk about it later or I want to see about it and then never talk about it. Yeah, never text you back. They on Instagram posting stories, but then they see your messages. Like fuck out of here, bro. Why am I even approaching you in the first place then? I'm not gonna trust you. I don't trust this environment, bro. Bro, so like, I have a little collective. Me and my girls, we have a little producer club. So like, it's three of us, right? It's been us for like a year. So we've been starting to add members. So I've been a little iffy. Like, I'm not sure. I don't really trust a lot of people. So we added this producer. I put out with him before. So we, we dropped our we dropped my EP today. So past two weeks, we've been asking this dude, yo, send us a beat so we can add you to the EP. This dude didn't answer for two weeks, but he was posting on the ground, posting beats on YouTube. So listen, I hit him up on Sunday, like, bro, like, I was tight at this point. Like, yo, we're trying to drop this shit. Like, we're not waiting for you. Like, you got a beat? He was like, I don't got none. I'm like, what was you doing for two weeks? So let me, let me ask you something. Is is there like a disconnect between producers and rappers at a point where it's like it depends on who you work with. Yeah. If if you were, if you were a motivated producer and a motivated rapper, then you're always gonna be a connection. Yeah. Y'all gonna be in the How do you how do you find that? That's the thing. That's the hard connection. to find. It's hard to find out out here especially. But if you go to the boroughs, yeah, they hungry out well, there. They hungry well, out there. Well, I, was, that, I was talking to a, a producer named Stunt. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks and, and I was like, bro, you know why I appreciate you? Yeah, 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 that's what you told me. And I was like, bro, that's so true because people out here, is com- people out here live in, in their they four-bedroom house under their they mom and dad <laughs> and they want to make a music career out of that shit. What you no. gonna rap about? <laughs> what you gonna bowl your lungs? Get the fuck out of here. I, I, yeah, that's something that, that since I moved out here to Long Island, I, I've noticed a lot. Yeah. It's just a, a a lack of motivation, yeah. but b super lack of motivation. But b there's definitely a reason for that lack of motivation, and it's because there's nothing really out here. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 you you have that like sort of um, balance with it, and the thing is like thing is like you know people will tell you to like find things to rap about or like try to make it work or like Long Beach yeah yeah (laughs) Joe's Beach yo I mean it worked yo I mean it worked for a little peep Uh, for peep he he had the grind he had the grind and apparently was just like he was a recluse like apparently while he was doing all his work like he just did everything by himself in his room and like I mean that's that's a hard way to to function too though especially if you're a producer because you got to collaborate that's this this key. So I wanted to know cuz you guys said collaboration out here is messed up. Um why is it that you can't get like a you know like you can't have like a top dog or like a dreamville or something starting up in Long Island? Too much. That's the problem with New York. That's our biggest problem, I feel, especially the island. It's all free for all. 
Chicago. You used, what do you see in Chicago? You know they're killing each other. They all love each other. It's all love. Well, Chicago also has a lot of collectives. You know? You know, and then you got then you got all the South. You got all the South. Of course, you got the Atlanta shit. You got fucking QC. Yeah. So it's like it's all love over there. We're the only ones. Yeah. Because I think it's just because our attitudes, bro. Pretty, so, just, just New York shit. It's that New York shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, when, when when quality control and Migos and Coach K and everybody just started like booming, like like booming, like everything was just blowing the fuck up. I just remember thinking, like, why can't we have this? We have that. Where's the Dipsets? Where's the Wu Tang? Well, the Dipsets. That's that is funny that you mentioned that because Dipset did come out last year with an album, and I feel like a lot of people slept on it. It was really. I didn't know he came out album until he told me. It was. It was. It was. Really, really good. Jones is making some of the best music of his life right really? now. He came back crazy. Really, 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 really. His um his his last album was a um it was like an audio uh it was like an audio version of a Bronx Tale. It's like you know he used he used like yeah he used like all the different clips and stuff from like the movie. And like every song ends with like a little audio oh, clip that's from the, like, yeah. That's some like fabulous shit, I imagine. You know what? Yeah, like Fab would Fab, definitely Fab, do something. Fab do that shit. And and where is Fab right now? I want I want to hear some Fabulous right now too. Last and, time I heard about him, he was beating his wife. <laughs> yeah, and that's shit. and that's the other thing. It's like it's Hold like it. it's like if the second you, you you your name comes in like with some smirk. Some smudge, you know, I mean, some smudge, mm-hmm. smudge, I shouldn't mean smudge, smudge. The second fucking you get like a black mark on your, like, you know, and then it's like everybody turns against you and you have to like fall off a little bit. And like, it's now a, it's a fickle industry. And, and the other thing about falling off, you know, Soldier Boy came out this year and that whole thing with like, yo, I, I never fall I've never fell off or whatever. Like he he might he might be right. I mean I mean how do you how you know, just because somebody doesn't tweet every day, just because somebody doesn't post a song every day, does it mean that they fell off? They could be working in the studio. Soldier was never supposed to be I think he meant they meant like the mainstream level. I don't think Soldier was never meant to be mainstream from the start. I mean, I mean, Ye had cranked that in his first album, but that that was pretty much it. That I mean, was just perfect for the time. That was a ringtone era album. Yeah, like perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yes. the ringtone era is a perfect. That way was to the perfect way to describe his the song. Vision. Yeah, you know, and but that's how I feel with a lot of newer music too. Some of the newer like age songs that are coming out. Like I don't want to hear too much. It's lots of temporary. Music. Music. It's temp- it's temporary. Tomorrow. It's a fad. It's like I want to hear this right now. Like like Panda was the biggest song. That's a fad. I listen to that shit. And 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 when Design Designer came out with a song like a week ago or two weeks ago and I had like a bunch of people text me like or or I saw online like you know, where's designer been all this time? And you know, designer fell off, and I'm like, he means all good music, bro. I mean, he's been first of all, he's been making music. It's just not been. It's not panda. <laughs> it's not been up to par because you, you might have shot. You know what I mean? Like, there's some, there's something to be said about like hitting your stride early, too. And I think that's something that happened with. Um, 
you know, a few a few different artists. It, it uh, you know, Joe Budden says he hit his stride with with Pump It Up. I definitely think that's yeah, the perfect tell. example yeah, of it. Incredible. I think that's the perfect example of it because when Pump It Up came out, and got it to you got served. Oh my god. Oh, I mean, this is even before that. Before that, even just the mainstream, just pump, pump, pump it up. I just yeah. remember hearing that, like, and like, it was a hype song. It was, it had so much hype in it that it, it was out of his control yeah, at a certain point. And I think, and I think that it set him up to be this like hype rapper, and he didn't but have that another. Wasn't him at all. He didn't have another hype <laughs> That's song. It's a good catchy song, and it catches on. The radio plays it to death. It's all the way on social media, turns into a meme, yada yada yada. And they're gonna be like, 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 "All right, where's the next one? Where's the next one? Right. Where's so it's where's Painter Part Two? Right. Yeah. Like, so so let me ask you something. Like you know, if, if Adele came out with like a song that was like not pop, it was not a Adele song. Yeah, it was like. We the weekend does this uh, with Gustafel's theme and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. What Let, let's just throw a random electronic song in the mix. What if like somebody like Adele did something people like that? Would, I think people would welcome the change, but it'll take a little bit to get used to. Yeah. And then once they, I don't think you can once, say. I don't think you can use Adele. Once, once, yeah. Once, once, yeah. Once okay. Get, once they get used to it, they be like, oh shit. All right. Yeah. I like. I like what what, what else is you have? Yeah. Make another one like this, and then she just. You can say that happened with The weekend. He started off making like R&B type music Then he was like Alright I see this pop shit's the way it'll go And so He dropped the pop album I didn't like it at all And he dropped Starboy And I was like Oh shit He, he can do it See now I, I actually disagree with you On the pop, really? on the pop album aspect Because I, I happen to think That The weekend's pop album Was his Probably his best work But with Beauty Behind the Madness? Yeah. I hated that album. Really. So, so I, I know a lot, and it's funny, I know a lot of people that hate that album because they listened to The weekend, you know, before Just the, the, the mixtapes, you know. I know, I know, man. And and listen, especially for the people who listen to the balloons and, like, mixtapes and stuff, like, I, I feel their pain, but at the same time, it's like... An artist has to evolve. An artist has to grow. I mean. So I, I feel like The Weeknd did that on his own. And I think he might... I don't want to say he's like the last one to do it. Because, he might be one of the last But, one you know, where is the next one to do it? You know what I mean? Where's the next like, Where's the next anything right now? Everybody's something else. You know what I mean? Everybody's somebody else. You know what That's I mean? That's a good it's, question right there. Where's the next? I have no clue. That's crazy. You know, who's the next one to come up? And it's like, right now, it's like... I mean, all the great talent we've had died. I'm not going to... They, they die or get yeah. left up. not going to... Like, the past couple years. Or they fall off. Or they fall or off. They, you know, they, to play they have bad Drake. management or... I'll say so. Drake. Like, take care of her, Drake. If you're reading this, is too late. Too late. Bro, I miss that, Drake. And Drake is not going to come back at all. It's not coming back. Because he's so... So, he, so let me ask you about Drake. Because this is, this is, this is a big <laughs> question. This is a big question. I want. I want. Yo, I'm keeping that on the audio. Um, um, I want to know um, what you guys think. I guess not so much of Scorpion, but more of like just the evolution that he's had. Like you know, you go from his mixtapes and like shit that came out ten years ago now, and like yeah, and like and then you come to like where he is now. Drake has lost himself. I feel like. It's it's funny because I actually, I actually did not like mixtape Drake. I didn't 
Are you serious? Yeah. Whoa. Oh. Oh, yeah, so, so I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. I know I'm, I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. I, I always do, um, but I, I I don't disrespect Drake. I, I I got I got nothing but respect for Drake. But I mean his mixtapes to me because of it just the way when it came out, I was already listening to you know like fucking hardcore rap oh, and stuff. Yeah, and so and so the second I heard Drake. Like, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I was just like, well, <laughs> you know what it was? It was, I was like, why, why is everything off, off, off tempo? Why is everything, you know what I mean? Like, like his, his bars were, were messed up all over the place. They, sometimes they didn't even rhyme, yeah, you know, and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, but it still sounds good. So I get, I get why people liked it, but I always had a problem with his, his cadence. His cadence, but more so, like I guess, I guess the actual, the actual like lyrical ability. See, but if you go back to what you were just asking at the weekend, who the next weekend is, who the next person was going to take the risk. That's what Drake did when you when you first listened to him. He had the messed up. Yeah, yeah, he was very raw. You can tell. So nobody was doing that at the time. But now look how it evolved into Drake being so so popular. Like he was the one around that time. Maybe not. The only one, but right. still mainstream appeal to like really mess around with rhyme structure and make pop singing songs or, and, and rap songs. That's a fact. Like that. So you take that, you build that person. And you found the formula, and you, you just you just ran with So it. I actually liked Scorpion a lot, and because and because of the fact that I, I because I think and and this is again so this is me just talking my opinion, but. I happen to think, like you said, he had a formula. I happen to think he just nailed the formula with this album. It was a for it was form it was formulaic. Yes, it wasn't it wasn't like you know it was very it was very well thought out in my mind. But like I think that yeah I think it in 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 terms of like trying to craft that like I'm gonna make this here I'm gonna put this here and like making like a full album that he is complete with. I think that he did what he set out to do. For me personally, I think that album, for you, it's probably Scorpion. For me, it's if you're reading this, is too late. Now uh, see, now see, I I didn't like that album. For real? For real? That was that was one of the first Drake albums I ever heard too, and it was it was very it was very difficult for me to like actually like get into that it. That was the last one I enjoyed. <laughs> for real? Because when it came out, it was like it had that pop element pop, to yeah. it, and I was just like, "This isn't hip hop." <laughs> <laughs> what is, what am I listening to? That's why "Take Care" is my favorite Drake album. Yeah. it's sort of like an R and B album. Yeah. Which is why I liked Scorpion because it's, it's not a, it's, a it's, album. it's 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 a it's kind of a hip hop album, but when he embodies the R and B aspect, I think he find the perfect mix. Yeah, because like Take Care was far left, and then If You Mean This is far right, and yeah. then what was the one he dropped after Take Care? I'm forgetting. Know, it. Nothing was the same. Nothing was the that same. Was it was album. like far left, but like you know he was trying to see. All right, he's starting to push it, and then he, he dropped. Views. Then he dropped views, which is just uh, the more like yeah. Throw away. That was <laughs> yeah. That, um, so so yeah. Views actually was was one of those albums that I was just like ignored pretty much. I had lots of hype for views. It so had really it had so much hype behind really it that I actually like 
could like I really just couldn't listen to it. <laughs> and 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 the fact of the matter is like I you know I years later I, I went back I listened to it. Um, you know the tracks that he did with Bun B and Pimp C. Um, you know he only used the Pimp C sample. Let's let's be clear here. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't. He um, didn't. You know this wasn't like a song before Pimp C died that he wrote with Drake. That would have been you know something special. But uh, this like, is like the Michael Jackson shit. Yeah. This is this is yeah like exactly like the Michael Jackson stuff and like like and and to be honest with you, what sold me on Scorpion. And I've said this before, um, the last track on the album with Raphael Sadiq. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for that, I don't think I would have even liked the album. Really? Yeah. But I mean, you know, I'm I'm very traditional, I guess, when it comes to like R and B and stuff like that. I like that style of like singing actually, actually singing yeah, actually r and production singing singing yeah. real I singing real singing I think I did it earlier but I think it back but I haven't listened to that album oh Scorpion yeah. I haven't I listened to a couple tracks I think because after after the push drop story of Adam I mean I was just like <laughs> god damn but, but you know what though there, there's there are a lot of tracks on there that are like you either love them or you hate them yeah I just care about I think that's the thing about Drake now you love a guy who's you don't like him and I think that's like socially accepted now, yeah. Which is like just sort of weird. There's no in between. There's no in between because like it used to it used to be like if I said I hate Drake, I was like like every everybody would come after me. Yeah, it's like it's like I gotta run. Especially take care. Yeah, especially especially the early Drake too. Yeah, if, if, if I met you, Dan, and you said you like Drake back in like 2011, I would blacked on you. We bought it. So yeah, with the T-shirt, he bought it. Yeah, bro. It's it's funny. My 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 roommate in college actually, um, he was a huge huge Drake fan, and um, he actually like he was the first person to actually sit sit me down and be like, yo, you gotta like go through the tracks and like listen to it. And to be honest with you, I found some things that I enjoyed. Shout out to Sal. <laughs> yeah, really. Shout out to Sal on the outside, on the inside. Stuck in here. You know what? You know what CD I did that? I did that with though. You know what CD I did that? I did that with though. I did it with some butterfly. Really? Yeah. I downloaded it illegally first, mm-hmm. and I heard you, and I was like, I deleted the illegal download, <laughs> and I bought it. I was just like, Nah, I can't do this to I was just like, Timber Butterfly is such a. I should like I don't even know how to my it. first listen to that. I, I bought the vinyl, bro. Like, yeah, I need that vinyl. That tell you it's, uh, is that your favorite Kendrick album? Ooh, Wait, what's your favorite Kendrick album? You know what? Yeah, I'll say it. Really? Yeah. That's my Just second. because of like it's my you, favorite Kendrick album. Really? Also, yeah. you, like sat there and the entire album. It's a conscious album. He's a, talking to you. It's a conscious album, but he's really he's talking about himself. He's talking, yeah. No, the whole album is about himself. Yeah. Lucy yeah. yeah. is about he has it. That's about him. Yeah. Battle yeah. with the devil. Like, you know, he's an alcoholic. Like, oh, it was crazy. It was that was an intense. That was a very, very intense album. Especially once you get to you, oh my god, that's what it should describe. And and like you said, it was all very personal music. Very personal. Like 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 he let it all go. Like Like, I mean, extremely personal. Because you remember, you know, he just he just didn't like you know. Like Good Kid was like a that was a story. A documentary. I was like exactly. They they called it a documentary. I I that's my second favorite. I would put that behind to Pimple Butterfly, but very close. You want to know what my first is? And that's the Snowy Lots of Surprises. Section 80. Yeah. That has a very special place in my heart. Okay. 
Because when I first heard that album, it was my first Kendrick album. The first song I heard by Kendrick was Mono Rain. Really? Mine was ADHD. Yeah. That song, he's. What I heard, Ronald Reagan era, I remember the line. I remember what class I was in. Bro, I was in high school. I was in art class. Ninth period, bro. So this is this is K Dot era. Yeah, yeah. K Dot. Yeah. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Ninth period art class. My friends put me on to him. He said, "Yo, bro, listen to this." He said, "Listen to this new guy. His name is Kendrick." I was like, "I'm I'm a bumper." He put me on to Ronald Reagan, and he said, um. When he got to the line when he said, 1987, the children are fighting. Tell my boys, listen to this guy. Married alive, right? He's, yeah. yeah. I was like, listen to this Kendrick guy. My friend's like, yeah. I don't see, really know about him. Like, right, see, and, see and, and actually, I'll be honest with you. The first few times I, I um, people told me to listen to Kendrick, I was like, you know, hesitant Hello, because, yeah. because of the fact that he worked with Drake. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a stigma. That's that's, it was a stigma. I overcame that stigma. I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I overcame that stigma, though, and I started listening to Kendrick, and honestly, I never looked back. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's no looking back. There's <laughs> not no looking back, bro. Like, he... He has the... I think the peak formula of this shit yeah. locked down, bro. First of all, TDE is a whole... Whole. They got everything. <laughs> Going back way to the beginning of the podcast, bro, they have a collective of people who's motivated... All, every single one of them. Right, yeah. Set, bro, SZA is doing all these doing fucking shows, things. bro. Like, so this, so this, this one I really want to get yeah. to. But he's dropping something. But, he, but you see the thing is with Isaiah though, it works for him. It works. Cause that's, I think that's how he works. That's how he's, he is. he's that type of guy. He's yeah. like, all right. He's laid back. He's mellow. He's so chill. is this going to be like a... Um, because TDE, Dreamville, these are like off-brands, you know what I mean? Off-label things. You know, TDE works with Aftermath and Dre. Um, what do you call it? Dreamville works with Rock Nation and Jay-Z. So it's like... Where do you think there's like some sort of monopoly going on right now? Because there's definitely like, there's definitely like two big things that everybody's trying to achieve right now. There, there could be, but it's not their fault. Right. Because I saw, I saw the musicians' hands. That's the whole business side of it. Right. And I think, and I think the industry shaped, set it up for this. You know what I mean? On purpose. So yeah. They can control people, all the music. If people, wanted, <laughs> if people wanted there not to be Dreamville and TDE running shit, basically, people should have started their own and be motivated enough to have their own collectives in different cities: Chicago, New York, Texas. Well, that's why you see, shit. like, you know, that's why you see a lot of, like, you know. People in the South, YNW, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're in. They got all the crews out there. All the crews. Really, all the Even crews. in Florida, they got very rare. Fucking, uh, YNW, like. But I mean, we. there. I mean, there are a few here. I mean, we can't forget, you know, I mean, Rock Nation is here. It's technically. Um, yeah, you know, and, and Pro Era. Pro Era, yeah. They broke up. Yeah. They Joey broke up. They broke up. Joey like, Badass killed Steve's. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> Like where is where where's King Capital at? Read that article, right? Two years ago, no. Where where is King Capital at? Like, I have to find. It's just like I feel like ASAP. ASAP, but they I don't know. ASAP sort of falling after the ASAP mob. Yeah, it was sort of like see after the end after Steve's died. Steve's died. It was like this. 
So, did they even do Yams Day this year? Because yeah. I, because I, I, in Baltimore though. It was in Baltimore because yeah. last year, obviously, the whole thing with Takashi yeah. ruined it. Like they didn't even want. I'm sure they didn't even want to go back to New York you after all that, because <laughs> you know. Uh, kid with rainbow hair gets on stage all of a sudden somebody says they hear gunshots and everybody runs like, yeah, and the whole thing and, and they didn't nobody sees nothing nobody hears nothing it's That's just scary. it's it's scary but it's also weird you know what i mean it's it's, it's, slightly it's, sus. it's 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 really suspect yeah it's like you know and 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 i want to know you know if they ever figured out who it was that that caused this ruckus at yams days that's what I was thinking. <laughs> they probably did, you know, this industry. Well, money talks to them. Money also keeps people quiet. It's, that's what's crazy. I mean, all right, so I'm not going to get on my soapbox here for a second. But, um, I mean, obviously, Jam Master J um, was one of the saddest, you know, saddest deaths in, in hip-hop. Um, that shit is crazy. Still to this day. But still to this day. But what's messed up is that. Killed him, yeah, right? What's messed up is everybody knew who killed him. Really? They just never. They they couldn't cooperate. No they couldn't cooperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So police had all the evidence, but couldn't. They couldn't do nothing with it. Right. It's breaking up a fight, bro. That shit is so crazy. And, and I don't even know how he, how did he pass? I think he got killed, but like what? He got shot. Got shot in the studio. I think he might have been breaking up a fight in the studio. I'm not sure about that, but um, he was definitely in the studio, and um, I think I think they killed a bunch of people too. It wasn't just Jay. What? Yeah. Um, Every time we get somebody influential, they go. I'm telling you. So drop like flies now. Which brings me to my next and my final probably uh, point. Um, I kind of wanted to know what you guys thought of the because the Grammys just happened uh, and the what I haven't watched them. The yeah, not even talking about the Grammys um, as an awards ceremony right now. I want to know what you guys thought of the fact that Triple X was not mentioned. In the, in the oh, he wasn't. No, no. He was Mac Miller at least? Yes, Mac Miller was absolutely mentioned. Uh, they brought his parents to the show. They, yeah, yeah, no, it was very nice what they did with Mac Miller. Yeah. I think I think that that was really lovely. Um, Mac Miller, you know, he deserves great, that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he, he does. That. He absolutely. I mean, he he was really he was the nice one of the nicest souls that like in in the music and like for for somebody to die so young and and, and it's it's the most influential ones. Which and is which is weird. That's weird. Don't you think about it's it? It's really starting to get a little. Because look who are the influential ones who are still alive. But yeah, they're not very influential. Yeah, they're not each other. So like Triple X's yeah. music, his last his his very last album yeah. is out already. It's just, yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's just like you know. Is this another Kurt Cobain, Nirvana situation where, I, like, people love his music posthumously, or is it, like... Me, I, I'm not used to... Is it... Because, is it, I mean, Triple X was big when he was alive. I know, it's when, crazy. When, when he first that. came out, when I, that whole, the, like, everything screaming and stuff... Like, look at me and shit? Yeah, I was like... Wasn't a fan? Nah, bro, I was actually... I was like... Because I'm used to, you know, Kendrick. Kendrick, yeah. I'm used it's to, like, talking straight to you. up hip-hop. Yeah. You're used you know? to it's real like, rap. Real, real, it's yeah. not... It's not... Not this it's new wave. Yeah. So they they call it emo rap, rap or so whatever. Then, but so it's he dropped the he dropped the video for Look at Me, which 
transition into Riot, and yeah. I was just like, Holy Oh, you never heard Riot before? I never heard Riot. So Riot Riot's was, one of his first songs. So when I heard Riot, I was just like, like he, he can spit. Holy he's, shit, he has yeah. He's talented. So then that's the day when I heard that shit. That's when he clicked to me as an artist, man. Like, <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, this dude is, this nigga's nuts. Like, you know what I mean? He's different. All that shit. I became like a fake fan, but he really started to really actually grow. Bro, yeah, that's, that's, that's how he is as an artist. So, like, and I dug his, I dug what he had to say. I dug every message yeah, that he had in he his had videos. A, he has a lot to say. And like, and that's what I dug about him. But it's like, you know, here's the thing. To be a good artist, sometimes people don't separate the art from the artist. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, we see it so much now. But I mean, with this situation particularly, because of the fact that he was like, had all these charges against him. Allegations. You know, they're heinous charges. They're really, like, sick if they really happen. What? I mean, if, if this, like I said, if, again, if I'm not one true. to cast judgment. Yeah. I'm not a fucking lawyer. But, um, if it's true, I mean, it's really fucked up. But that's why it's a subjective thing. It's, it's, it's very subjective. It's very subjective. It's entirely subjective. I mean, personally, like, I'm not really giving an opinion on it. Because he's... You know, you're not even here to defend himself. Yeah, right. You know I mean? It's not even, so it's, it's like, like not even fair almost. Yeah. Do I find it messed up? Yeah, but like, this, that's such a touchy subject that you can't even can't and, and, and he's dead now, so yeah. like. You know, and yeah. what, what really bugs me is the fact that because it's an award show, you know, they asked them beforehand <laughs> and if they were going to do anything for Triple X. And he said, we're, we're going to think about it. We're going to see the day of the Grammys. We'll find out. And then sure enough, the day of the Grammys and nothing. So... Is that disingenuous? Is it is it misleading? I mean, it's definitely misleading a little yeah. bit, but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, you know, did did you just sell us a lie? That's on the Grammys part, but it ain't selling the shit because oh, well, it's totally the- on the Grammys <laughs> part. <laughs> like seriously, nobody cares about the Grammys anymore. X still has millions of fans out there. All the yeah, fan they, pages and stuff. Those little ass kids definitely don't give two shit about the Grammys. They don't care about that. Oh, the Grammys has become so obsolete in this industry. Like, to be honest with you, nobody cares about the Grammys no more. But, the In Memoriam shit, I found it weird that he was left over for it. Yeah. Like, I was, I was, that's the most I'm going to say about it. Like, the, all the charges and shit, whatever. You know, that's, yeah. I ain't, a, I ain't a lawyer, like you said. Right. Like, <laughs> it's you not know, my right. place, but. So, it's just like. He's one of the best up and coming artists. Like, not even rappers, artists, like, in general. Bro, so. the day he got, I don't know what I was doing. All right. Today he got killed. I was at work. It was, a very, me. it was a very shocking moment, too. So I didn't believe random. it. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I was in my room playing. It was one of those moments, though, where it's like it almost felt like like I wasn't alive for Kurt Cobain passing or whatever, but like it felt like one of those memorable Memor- events yeah. Yeah. It was a, yeah, where like everybody just stopped stops. for a second That's, and was I like. literally stopped. And like was just like. What the fuck? What the fuck? You know, like, I, my bro texted in the group chat. He was like, yo, X just got shot. I was at work, bro. I got up, went straight to the bathroom. I was on teams. And I was like, yo, no way. I still, didn't, I still didn't believe it, even after the news. I still didn't believe it. I was like, I was, no way. I, I was on Xbox and my bro was like, yo, bro, somebody just shot X a couple of times. I'm like, first of all, my heart sank. I'm like, bro, you lying to me. Like, fuck out of here. And I, yeah. I looked on Instagram. People were like, yo, X just got shot. He's in critical condition. I was just like, my jaw dropped, bro. My heart started hurting. Like that was crazy. That was such a random event to happen to. Right. And then when they said he passed, 
I got jaded. <laughs> so, yo, I, I didn't know because um, I had went to an open mic event later on that day, right? Oh wow! So, no, no, I didn't perform. I just, oh yeah, just went in. I didn't want to. You know, I didn't want to. It was in in the mood. Out of the house. It, it was a mood killer. It was a mood killer. Yeah. I didn't want to be out of the house for anything, bro. Even a couple days after that, like you wasn't feeling it. Life before that moment and life bro, after it felt it totally different. It felt things. like it, really did feel it didn't. Like, it I felt forgot. Surreal, I yeah. forgot X passed. Like yeah. this week, I was like, oh like, shit, he's like he's really, really not, here. not here. Even 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 to this day, I still feel like that. Like, and like this really may be here. a reach, but the last time I felt like that was when Prince died. Yeah. The last time I ever got anything like that. I I'll yeah. Yeah, no, I I can agree with that, and and I mean, that was definitely, I mean Aretha was big for oh, yeah, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean and you know. You can use MJ goes without saying. MJ, yeah. no. Yeah. yeah, but you know, yeah, I MJ mean, is in in that, terms in terms of in terms of like influence on my life and just like you know living, yeah, Prince had Prince, yeah, huge influence. Up. I almost I, I teared up a bit when he I heard he passed. Me that too. Got yeah, me. you know, I went out and I bought. I, I still have it too. It's somewhere in my house. Uh, I got the front page of the Daily News that day. Uh, has Prince on the front and it says, "You sexy motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> Nah, when yeah. that that was a that was a weird moment. That whole thing, that whole day, the whole week following that shit. Yeah, no, that was. And then and then and then you know, thing had Mac Miller a couple months afterwards. Bro, that was another. That was fucking, another one. Like, yo, what's going on? What's going on? So, like, what the fuck is going lost on? Lost peep, lost eggs. Mac Miller? Mac Miller. So I don't even know. So here's the thing I don't understand with Mac Miller, and, and something that really hasn't been discussed because, you know, kind of, you know, he's dead, and we shouldn't really look too much into it, but it's still worth saying something. Um, how exactly was it that he died? Did they say overdose? They On s- what? I don't know. Bro. They said he overdosed, but again, I don't, think, really I don't think they've ever clarified, clarified on what. I believe shit they've like they've known like I believe I believe the like the the suspicion around Mac Miller's thing was was uh, what do you call it? Ariana uh, like lean. It was Ariana? Like, Ariana did not do it. Okay. <laughs> no, that was no, that no, was no, cruel. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was cruel. They said it was a, um, a mix of stuff in the system and some shit like that, like an accident, basically another accidental. An accidental mix of so so. This to me sounds like anybody could die at any moment, like based on like just. Fentanyl. Bro, that's why I stopped smoking. It was, it was fentanyl? Fentanyl and coke. That's why I stopped smoking because they, they put in that shit in. They just, they put in trace amounts of it on On everything. So you get it, bro, with fentanyl, if you get, you get a little speck on your skin. On fentanyl? Yeah. It's clear for you. Yeah. If you get a little speck of, your, of, of that shit on your skin, you brush it off, you have to go to the hospital immediately. A tiny little couple of. Bro, you heard about that shit in Yo, you know, you know the fucking yeah. uh, pens, right? Wax. There's now supposedly there's kids that have been going to the high school. Yeah. I mean, that goes to like high school, and they've been going to the hospital because they their shit got laced. With fentanyl. Yeah. I don't pens. know what they've been laced with, but yeah. they're getting like. All right, that's some supremely messed up I stuff. I was like, because really? That's that's what we're doing that's now. What we doing that's now. what we're doing really? now. Because because like, the reality is especially with cartridges especially with the fact that they're all like all s- seem to be manufactured ma- exactly now. so um, that means someone had to open that thing and, and really, purposefully, really purposefully like yeah, yeah that's really messed up um so 
we're living in an age now where everybody's suspicious of the drugs that are going around, which I think happened a few times in history. Um, just saying, because I know in the 70s there was, you know, obviously the heroin epidemic and all that stuff in the 80s with the crack, crack, crack. and then, of course, 90s with ecstasy, and, and ecstasy still happens to be one of the more suspicious kind of drugs that you can find and people still pop that shit people still pop that shit but it's like you know in terms of getting things laced like those are definitely the most likely um so talking about Talking about the industry and all this stuff. I'm not sure. Stay independent. Yeah. Yeah. Love of Basically, God. stay, stay independent. independent. Don't even sign a record label anymore. <laughs> keep your masters. Keep your masters. <laughs> even if you might not even be big like that. Facts. Though, keep your shit. Keep your fucking masters. You never know what's gonna happen. Self distribute, or even if you could get a, a straight up just distribution. It's deal, a distribution there. Yeah. Strictly. That's what I was thinking of doing. Read yeah. that shit over twenty times. <laughs> Where are you? That's it. So that's that's the big thing right now is, is distribution. Distribution. Because because I'll, I'll be honest with you, it's it, Empire. Like I showed you that link and. Um, oh yeah, you did. And um, who's the other big one? Three hundred. Are like the two biggest distributors. The distributors that, I I, I said it twice wrong. <laughs> distributors that um, exist and uh, yeah I don't know um, I don't know too many others really to be honest with you that is, is that Interscope a dis- distributor? I mean all of it Interscope for- Interscope is an imprint I think Interscope I think it is that's what TE goes to yeah Interscope yeah cause Q was in the Q was on the because on, 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 on Aftermath is, is part yeah, of Interscope Interscope yeah and that was the Eminem. I was just saying, as people in this industry, got, oh, people even now coming up, if you are just coming up, you got to plan your moves. You just can't be performing at 20,000 shows without <laughs> being no business show on the side. You got to know what you're doing on the side. You, you can perform all the fucking shows you want to, give out all your business cards all you want to, but me, bro, we were talking about life, this earlier. Life moving, bro. Life no one's going away from you. Without, I, I with, like without you. <laughs> the world's going to keep spinning. Me and Malcolm was talking about this shit earlier. We was just like, yo, if you... Do all the open mics you want to, perform wherever you want to, yeah, whatever. You gonna get, you gonna get a couple thousand followers on Instagram. But if you're not making the business moves on this side, right. you feel me? You got to have, you have to balance this shit out. This is like, this is in any industry, actually, matter of fact, not even in the music industry, but it's, this is life. It's emphasizing the music industry because we're in the music industry, so we see it a lot and too much. Make your business moves, right? Combine it with the artistic aspect. Perform as you make the business moves, and you'll excel. Basically, it sounds it's way easier said than done. No, I, but you I, have to be a motivated and grinding person to do that shit. I, I think there are people out there that like that are very motivated. It's just they don't come out of the woodwork, so to speak. Always, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, like <laughs> <laughs> so it's like uh, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a it's a grind and it's a it's a balance too. There's definitely a balance to it. Um, it's a tricky industry to live in, bro. I'm trying to think, yo, know, like, what else? 
I don't even know. Alright, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> the this, first one. This is the podcast. First one. We're at 45 minutes. That's pretty solid. That I was think. 45. Oh, yeah. shit. Shit. <laughs> shit, man. Hey, we just started this shit. It says 11.23. What time's class? 11.23 is when we started. Is that when we started? Probably. Oh, shit. Damn, that's crazy. What time is it now? 1 o'clock. I mean, 12 o'clock. Wow. The next class is 1 o'clock. All right, so I didn't even realize that. All right, okay. All right, hey, so that's it. That's all she wrote. Peace, y'all. Peace out. Stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> Stay gold, pony boy.